The following is a hoop ball presentation. Welcome back to another episode and another edition of Today in Sports Betting. I'm your host, happily hosting today, well, and always every day, but two days in a row, I've got my main man, Blake LaWatch, with us. We're going to be breaking down some MLB. Got some really, really fun arms to talk about today, some that I'm excited to target. First and foremost, though, this is a hoop-ball.com presentation. Go over there. Check us out. Check the side notes out, the blurbs, the health and transactional news on the right-hand side. Find you a forum discussion that you need. Playoff basketball is happening very, very soon within the NBA, but very much so in the thick of it of playoff basketball. Um. I mean, I don't know what else to say. If, if you want to win your league or you want to get your money back plus some, you've got to roll with Hootball and you got to roll with the Fantasy Pass. The podcasts, the individualized team content, you know, it's super savvy. And we have some wonderful contributors and we got it going like a frog in a sock, like our boy Lyle Swithenbank will say over on the Pels podcast. Happy morning to you. Good evening, afternoon to those over in the Gold Coast and New Zealand and Australia. And to you Eastern Coasters, happy early morning. It's not that big of a difference. Don't need to be drastic about it. Anyways, welcome in. Welcome all. New listeners, love to have you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can find me at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter or at Devin Ellington in real life, the game of life. And then the show, of course, is at Hootball Gaming. Do check out the wager pass over on the website also. Just a brief, brief reminder. As you know, we do the promos, you know, recorded separately, drop it in the middle of the show. So that way it gives us a little more time to talk content unless I babble and then it just doesn't matter. It's a a moot point. So uh, you get the same amount of minutes of, you know, the same amount of stuff. So, Um, but yeah, 33 cents a day, less than a latte from Starbucks or your choice destination. You get the wager pass and you get guys like Aaron Brewski hitting 63 freaking percent. You got Troy on his heels at about 59%. Troy's trying to hit 60. Uh, Aaron's on a 55% heater since All-Star break. You got Blake hitting baseball bets. We got Riley with the prop bets. We got Joe Campisi for the golf bets. And Vince Miracle at VMC uh, VM Center himself making NBA and MMA pass or wager pass plays for us. We're well-rounded. I don't know what else more you want me to say. You just got to go check it out, try us out for a month, and then leave a five-star review if you want on Apple Music. All right, so there we are. We got all the stuff that's top-heavy out of the way. We went ahead and talked what needs to be talked about in regards of business and opportunities of promotion. 
So now we talk about baseball and we talk about a good compadre of mine and a co-host in Blake LaWatch. You can find him, like I said, on Twitter at Blake, L-A-W-A-T-C-H, and you will be more than happy to see his content. So without further ado, Blake, welcome on in, bud. What's going on, brother? Happy to be back again. Happy Friday. Yep, two days, one week. Yeah, it's been, uh, for me, I don't know. It just seemed like this week kind of flew by. I didn't really do a whole lot this week. Uh, so I'm transitioning between, uh, you know, current job, next job. So things are a little, I say fluid right now for me, uh, had yesterday off, had today off un- unplanned, but yeah, we're just kind of rolling. We're trying to get into the weekend with some profits and, uh, you know, we, we talked some good points yesterday on the show. We had some bad beats again which, you know, happens, but we got some great bounce back spots in tonight's card. Uh, I believe there's 14 games. And so we got plenty of action. We got plenty of teams going. Um, I'm excited to talk about some of the value we have on the card. 535 is going to be the first starting time for our first game featuring NL Central foes. And that is the cards and the buckos. Got my boy Brubaker on the mound for the Buckos. You know, I say my boy, but I don't think he actually panned out for us last time uh, when we were high praising him. Uh, he didn't do terrible, but the Pirates just didn't. Um, but if you remember right, Blake, we were hyping up Brubaker, Mr. JT. And, um, you know, cry me a river, but it didn't work out last time. And... I think it's a good spot here at home against the Cards. The Cards' bats are struggling. You know, they did, I think, score at least four or five runs last night against the Phillies. But other than that, the uh, the bats have been a bit dormant for said Cardinals. And um, I think this is a good spot for Brubaker to continue his early season success. would obviously want to look into peripherals a little more, uh, but based off of baseball eye and off of uh just value in itself i think this is a decent spot for pittsburgh yeah i do like pittsburgh side on this unfortunately they are the favorites which i find to be weird yeah i did notice that and um minus 115 minus 105 for the cards over under seven and a half uh minus one and a half run line uh, for the Cardinals is at plus 165. So, yeah, that's that's annoying. I hate how they built this line. It's, you know, they took away as much value as they could. But if you look at how the cards hit against righties, it's pretty bad. They don't fare well against it. The Pirates, a little bit better overall as a team against righties. You got guys like... um Gregor Polanco hitting 275. Um, another thing is, you know, Yachty is out indefinitely. He's a big difference maker for that Cardinals defense, just the communication and the throws he can make. Tommy Edmond hits 276 with a 709 OPS against righties. Goldschmidt, you know, he's still down to start the year. Um, 
Arenado's down to start the year, so those guys could get off at any moment. Uh, Arenado had a really good game a um, couple days ago that I was watching. I was watching that Cards-Phillies game, and he had a couple of doubles that were just really nicely placed balls. And, uh, you know, when his bat's going, it's very hard to stop. John Gant, a very capable pitcher also, and we've talked about the struggles of this Pittsburgh offense as far as their rankings, metrically speaking. And I might take a stab at the under just for the simple fact we have the team's two better starting pitchers and both teams are struggling offensively to say the least. Now both team totals are three and a half, so that number's a bit low, even though it's getting heavy shade at minus 120, 122. But seven and a half, it may look low to you, but with these pitchers, I could see like a 4-1 game and with how these struggling offenses have been going. Yeah, you just think, is there not finally going to get it going? Because he's he's had it down here a bit. Yeah. But this game is just ugly to me. I don't like this game in any direction, really. I liked it a whole lot more when I was prefacing it and we were going to get to talk about Brubaker and the Pirates. But for them to not even be the underdog, and I know Yachty's out, but that is a huge difference. I mean, is there something yeah. going on with the cards we don't know about are they terrible absolutely just dog trash against the other teams on the road i mean they're five and six on the road so it's not like they're winless on the road the cards so i don't know this is honestly really weird and i appreciate you yeah. bringing it up and raising the fish flags so <laughs> yeah the st louis they're they're actually scoring more runs on the road as of now gotcha. and uh you know john gant may be a sell high in fantasy for whatever that's worth sure sure well, I'm going to actually go ahead and back off of it completely. Um, I I did have my under seven and a half waiting to be put into my final ticket, but with as dormant as the St. Louis bats have been, I think it makes a lot of sense to just go ahead and stay away because they can wake up um, at any moment. And, you know, it's one of those things that, it, of course, you can follow the trend and the trend, you know, I, it goes both ways. The trend is your friend until the end meaning you know it's your friend until the very 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 end and it does good to you or it's your they're your friend until the end and whenever it's the end of the line it's just like all right yeah deuces um so i've noticed that trends can be a little dangerous to play with from time to time but with this being said we got another opportunity to check out mr jt brubaker and uh you know we'll be able to see if he continues his stuff. You know, baseball speaking, it's not a terrible game to uh, keep an eye on. And 535, let's see, that puts an, a decent little gap of time between that game and the next game. We got three starting at 605. And we're going to have some NL East action in two of those. The Mets taking on the Phillies. This game is just a yuck game for me because, well, I suck at betting on or against the Phillies in general. The Mets are so weird. You know, they've got all this stuff that should be happening that's not. Stroman's been pretty good on the mound, the righty with a 2.22 ERA. Over-under set at 8, shade of minus 115 to the over. And the Mets creeping slowly even more higher as the favorite opened at minus 145 they're minus 150 now 
I don't really trust a whole lot from either team in this one. I know Chase Anderson, though, does have personal success and really good history and a large sample size um, against these Mets bats. So I believe the value is on Philadelphia here, but they're just on my do not bet list and I'm not looking to touch this game. And with how bad bullpens are for the bullpen is for Philly, then that's just going to be hard to navigate for me and have a lot of conviction within that play already, not a ton of value in it. And um, so I'm just going to go ahead and look and stay away from that one. Uh, Blake, did you have a play on that one or did on Mets Phillies? Yeah. Not necessarily. I like Stroman, but I hate their offense. And the Phillies, I don't feel like you can trust them in any way. Is is, is Bryce Harper in, do you know? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. After getting hit in the face? Gregorius and Harper, both questionable. Of course. Didi should play. I mean, he's got hit in the side. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't trust Chase Anderson. I guess I'd back the Mets if I had to in any way. But I'm still not. I, I think I am going to have some Stroman exposure in my DFS lineups because tonight we have a top heavy, you know, like Shane Bieber and you uh, Darvish, as well as um, who's the other ace that's going to be pitching today. Dang, I lost it. Uh, Garrett Cole. Yeah, those three. So I think the uh, Marcus Stroman in the 8,800 price range on DK is a nice little pivot. You know, his whip's still low, and he's been striking some guys out this year. But other than that, I I, I don't see anything enticing in this game. I think the over could be sneaky. Yeah, yeah. Got um, to get the Mets bats going before I feel too confident in that, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm not doing it. Yeah, good, <laughs> good. I think if I do anything, first five over, only it's only over four. They could yeah. hit that. My thing is, I don't know. I don't know what Chase Anderson we're going to get, you know, because he does have some really impressive numbers against these batters uh, for his career. Um, A lot of guys in the Mendoza line territory and underneath um, as far as what they've been able to do. Um, Miami, Washington, John Lester is going to make his debut with the Nationals lefty up against uh, Pablo Lopez and the Marlins over under set at eight and a half minus 120 for the Marlins is the favorite on the road and plus one this is weird I'm, I'm just throwing it out there because it's just crazy um, plus one and a half for the Marlins is minus 235 I found that at some spots and just the fact that some people would even pay that is crazy would not recommend doing that, by the way, listeners. With Miami being such a heavy favorite, you know, they opened as plus 105. This was probably before the pitching matchups were set. They've moved to minus 115 very hastily. And I'm just not into it. I said Washington was on my do not bet list also. And I think I'm going to incorporate that 
for you know just games of theirs at overall in general like 100 percent do not bet washington nationals and i think that's where i'm gonna have to stay today blake yeah i mean what do you expect from john lester what are you Mm. i mean that's the complete that's a true gambler's game right it is you know (laughs) it's been a while since he's pitched you know it's it's really weird i I, they're in numbers he's just trying to stick around right yeah pablo lopez he hasn't uh pablo lopez hasn't inspired me as much as i thought he would this year he's looked okay yeah, he's been a victim of a couple of those collapses by the Marlins. Yeah, yeah. Where they he's had only had back. really, yeah, he's only had one big collapse this year so far. Six run runs against the Braves. What, yeah, two weeks ago or so. Yeah, yeah, and even with that, he's got a two point nine three ERA. Yeah, man, I'm kind of leaning under eight and a half on this one. Yeah, I could see that. Especially, you know, we got some guys questionable for the Marlins, so they could be taking a heavy, heavy hit. You know, Jazz Chisholm is out indefinitely. Garrett Cooper, Corey Dickerson, both questionable. They're already down. Well, I think Brian Anderson might have made his return from the 10-day IL, but if not, he's still on there. So, I mean, maybe look at a Nationals, or I'm sorry, a uh, Marlins team total under if it presents any value, um, four and a half. I think, yeah. Wow. That's, but again, we're relying on John Lester who hasn't made a start this year and he's an aging lefty. So mm-hmm. I think we just go ahead and stay away. Yeah, if I were to win. lean something, it would be under the Marlins team total just because their offense struggles in general and they're missing some guys and they they're beat up a lot right now. And I kind of like the under cause uh, one Soto's still not in either. Right. So we got some underleans in various ways in that game. We're not looking yeah. to make anything definite, though. Guess have we're we... expecting some gross baseball today. Yeah. I was say, have we made any? <laughs> we haven't made any plays. No, I haven't. We're... Nothing. I don't like anything yet. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to like anything in this next game either. Detroit, New York. I don't know what you want me to say on this one. Over seven and a half looks nice to me. It's getting the juice, the shade. Even though we've got Garrett Cole on the mound, we've seen games go over that he was pitching in. I'm getting less scared of that theory. Um, And just automatically rolling the under in Garrett Cole starts, especially in Yankee Stadium. I think the Yankees bats could probably beat up on Scooball today. So today might you know, in the Yankees realm of things, I might be looking to, man, that is such a meaty number. Five. Never mind. Yankees team total, total set at five. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. And the total is seven and a half. I mean, I think their offense is starting to wake up. Scooball yeah. is the type of guy they're going to beat up on. They hit a lot better against lefties, that's for sure. And this game is in New York, right? Yep. So, I just think the only thing you can play in this is the over. I mean, it's just minus one and a half for the Yanks is still minus 165, minus 360. Hell no. We just saw 
the Dodgers as a minus 260 or 280 favorite last night lose. That's just baseball. You can't. We got wind blowing at 19 miles per hour to right field, to, so to the short wall. Yeah, that's crazy. That weather's crazy right there. So we got a lot of high wind games today. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of double di- high double digits miles per hour. ton of it. You know, that is a high number for the Yankees team total, but I still think <laughs> I still think I would almost want to take it. Their offense is starting to wake up. Well, honestly, I could see this being an eight zero game. Garrett Cole has given up what, like two or three runs at least in his last two starts. So I mean it's like we could see a really dominant whole performance. What was that? Uh, I was just saying what the Yankees have averaged uh, five runs over the last three games, and this year with the dead ball, that's quite a bit. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I, I say over seven and a half. I mean, it's just that's or if you want to roll that. Yankee yeah, that that's road link too. Yeah, Garrett so. Cole's just so good, though. I tried to take a Trevor Bauer strikeout prep last night, and it didn't work. He only got no. six. <laughs> so. Yeah, let's strike out. They're they're just too reliant on innings, right? And you just never know how long a guy's gonna last. Do you know what Garrett Cole's strikeout percentage is? Is it like thirty something? Forty-two. Oh my god! He's almost striking out half the batters he sees. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Isn't that insane? That's crazy. Does he lead the majors with that? Uh, he's not top three percent of the league. So I'm not. I bet Bieber's up there. Um, if... I, I saw a name that's leading the majors in strikeouts, and I can't remember whose it was. But it wasn't. It wasn't Bieber. It wasn't Bauer. And I don't think it was whoever we were just talking about. <laughs> um, uh, Cole. Dang, I just had it and I lost it. My internet's crapping out of me right now. I think we cut out a little bit on that little bit there. Blake, um, either one of us got, you know, abducted by an alien or we need to contact our internet provider. Um. Let's move on out of Yankee Stadium up to Yeah, our internet's are... Yeah, it's it's being fun today. Like it's just one of those Friday. It's Friday for the internet. Mm-hmm. Friday for the internet too. <laughs> Everyone's just on cruise control. Um Houston Tampa Bay is a really good matchup here. Uh Lance McCullers, Ryan Yarborough, righty on lefty. McCullers being the righty. Minus 120 for Houston. I've lost a lot of Houston bets lately. I've lost a lot of Tampa Bay bets lately. Personally speaking, I don't have a ton of interest in this one because other than a baseball fan, I think this is going to be a phenomenal baseball game to just sit back and watch or maybe have on the radio. But over under seven and a half, heavy shade, almost to the minus 120 range. Houston, Tampa Bay, Watch it for your baseball delight, but I don't think I would bet on it with more than $10 of your money. Yeah, these are two middling pitchers against 
Kind of two middling offenses. I keep thinking Astros are going to wake up. They have to. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And they kind of do, and then yesterday they get blinked. Right. Against the Mariners. No offense. Yeah, against the Mariners. <laughs> no, that's fine. I was gr- glad I couldn't watch it. I mean, <laughs> it was one nothing. I mean, I had yeah. actually had that game on because I had uh, a couple different DFS elements into it, and I think I had a I had a player prop or something in it that I was looking at, but. You know, I just wanted to see how well the Astros did against the lefty like they normally do. And it just, inning after inning, just kept not happening. So I was like, oh, damn. And then, you know, Kikuchi had that no-hitter going into the sixth or whatever, seventh. And uh, you always got to watch the game that has a no-hitter going because, you know, it's a no-hitter. You got to. That's the rules. Yeah. And so, yeah, just like I said, enjoyable baseball game in this one. Uh, Astros darn near got no hit last night so i wouldn't be shocked if they hit their team total like crazy um yeah i'm let me look at it and see what it is got three and a half i mean yarborough's not been great to start the year by any means so might look at that for houston but other than that i'm really not interested in betting on this game it's just a real weird messy metric i kind of like the first five over four yeah four's not enough i think the astros are definitely gonna bounce back and you know especially against lefties you know I, i talk about this a lot but they just have three or four guys that just do really 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 well against lefties and it just helps their lineup out and it helps their offense so um Let's see, we got some 7 o'clock games. Go ahead and get the Cubs out of the way. They play at 6.10 p.m. my time. Got Jake Arrieta on the mound going against Wade Miley. Over under 9. I said I will not be taking any more unders in Great America Ballpark, and I will not be taking an under tonight. I'm looking very heavily at the over of 9. You can get it for minus 103 in some spots, minus 105 probably more commonly found. Cubs, the underdog at plus 110. And you know what? I'm going to back them. I'm going to go ahead and back the Cubs. Last time I backed them as a plus 110 underdog with Jake Arrieta on the bump was against the Brewers last week, and they won. And I think the Cubs bats – get some sneaky power from David Bodie today because he's been dormant. But if he gets in there and he makes advan- uh, makes the most 
of his at-bats. He's got a lot of power. This is Great America Ballpark. I think Nico Horner could have a really good game, the horny dog. And <laughs> I believe that we're going to see uh, a winker dinker as well because I just love saying that. Jesse Winker in Great America Ballparks, super fun. And Arietta has been giving up more home runs as of the last couple of years versus his career numbers steadily increasing. But I think he's going to do just enough to help the Cubs win. And we're going to have a plus 110 under under Cub play. What is with Jake Arietta's little bounce back season here? It's the revival of Wrigley. You know, I'm not, it's not super backed by the peripherals and stat cast and stuff. So yeah, it could just be a first month thing. <laughs> Still get like, to see that on Wade. Same story as Wade Miley. He's just like, you know, oh, I'm back. I'm a Cub again. I'm feeling good. It's the first month of the season. I'm pitching awesome. And then, like, he's going to be one of the worst pitchers in the next, like, two months or something. Yeah, he definitely might be. Um, And Wade Miley, the same story, kind of. Yeah, Wade Miley surprised me a lot this year especially pitching in Cincinnati so much in what's yeah. the pitcher's ballpark. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, what did you say the over wonder was on this game? Nine. Nine. Oof, that's so much. Especially with this Cubs offense. Yeah, but it's Great America Ballpark. It's Great America Ballpark, and the wind is, wind is blowing out. 11 miles, clear skies. This is pulling hard out to right field, yeah. 15 miles an hour. How many lefty yeah. bats do we have? Let's see. Nick Castellanos no. is a lefty, right? No. No, he's not. Oh, as soon as no. I said Moose. Moose, yep. Winker, Votto. I think Winker's a righty. Jason Hayward, Rizzo. Is is Hayward a lefty? I don't know. Hayward, I I can't picture it. I think I think at least two left-handed batters are going to have a couple pull, you know, tuggy home runs today. Yeah, some some lucky ones. Yeah, a lot of Winker is lefty, by the way. I don't. Remember where you stood on that one? I think I did say lefty. I <laughs> Winker Dinker. Oh, Winker Dinker, tug. that's what you're looking for. Give me a Yeah, tug. I think I think you have to take the over or nothing. Maybe over on the first five, four and a half. Yeah. It's kind of a lot though. Yeah. Well, and the, the peripherals of those two pitchers, like you said, maybe it could have Yeah. Played. You know, the Reds have the second worst bullpen in the league. The Cubs yeah. are middle of the pack. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like the the full full game over nine there. Yeah, even I'm odds. I'm gonna roll with that, and then, like I said, I'm back in the underdog cubbies today. Um, yeah, I don't see why not. It sucks that we're gonna be starting guys like Matt Duffy and Jake Marisnik, um, if we do, but um, we we're gonna need some help from other guys. That's for sure. Rizzo, Bryant, they got to get it going. Rizzo's been down a little lately, so. Him getting some positive regression could definitely be big and possible in this game. Yeah. Yeah, that's the type of game to get a going for sure. He does like hitting in Great America Ballpark. He's a pretty savvy hitter there. Um, 
move on to a 637 start time and that's the Atlanta Braves taking on the Toronto aka Buffalo Blue Jays um this game will be in Buffalo Robbie Ray the lefty with his sub three ERA just slicing and dicing this year serving and swerving Drew Smiley the lefty not so much he's just kind of running into walls 720 on his ERA 7.20 and I bet his peripherals are just as terrible um with that being said I got over nine and a half last night and look at where it's at right now in some spots. I'm seeing 10 and a halfs at even money. That is crazy. It went up in a full run. Do we have a feel on this ballpark yet? It's a triple a park. I believe lots of overs happen at it. I've tried taking a couple of unders with stud pitchers, but you know, I've not had success. Okay. Now what I will say the Blue Jays are only 8-14 and 14 in regards to over-under this year. 14 unders, 8 overs. Yeah, they're 5-3 and three at good. home. They're 5-3 and three at home. Um, so, I, you know, the way these Braves bats lately have been, it's just hard for me to not take the over, especially with the power and the hitting of – the Rays also with, you know, Vlad Jr., Lords Guriel, Kevin Biggio. You know, they're in their home park. I, I'm not sure what their home and away run scored split is, but I would – I'm a betting man, obviously. So I would definitely put a fiver on it at least right now that they score more runs at home than they do on the road. You're talking about Toronto? Yeah. Yep, they're 4.38 at home, 1.93. Boom. Yeah, see. So – Three um, three runs difference. Toronto's team total is five. Um, you know, with Drew Smiley as terrible as he is, they could have five runs in the first four innings. I'm going to take over five on Toronto's team total. I know this has hit me negatively a couple times in the past, but this matchup against Drew Smiley is too good. I already locked in the over nine and a half last night, and I'm glad I did because it's skyrocketed. I just think that we're going to see a lot of really good hitting in this lineup or these two lineups tonight. Robbie Ray, his stuff has been great, but I, I think, you know, every pitcher's due for a little fallback game. So. Yeah. Interesting little note here. Ronald Acuna, small sample size, six plate appearances, but he is two for three with two home runs against mm-hmm. Robbie Ray, man. He just three walks, two hits, both went yard. He just loves left-handed pitching yeah he likes the way it comes out of Robbie Ray's hand I bet like there's I bet there's pitchers that you just look at and you're like I just see the ball from the start like out of his absolutely you know I don't know what it is either but there's something there for sure maybe he picks up his spin a lot easier um I mean I never got enough yeah the sample size I kind of like the Braves first five money line yeah, especially after uh, their performance last night. They're probably a little, little hungry. No, that was last night. Yeah, the Cubs beat up on them, 9-3. Duh. Yeah. So maybe a bounce-back spot here for the Braves. I mean, if you want to take both team totals over, I think that's the way to go. I think over is the way to go. There's a lot of uh... – hoop. Ballers, let's talk about your balls. 
Yep. Your balls and the area around them. Let's talk about manscaped.com. Go there and use promo code hoopball20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. Use the promo code and go check out all the tools they have of trimming the hedges and taking care of your lawn. Like the Lawn Mower 3.0 with a built-in LED light to help you get into those dark thigh crevices on the inner parts. Also, the Gooch. It is hard to get to the Gooch if you can't see it. So use the LED light with the anti-tugless technology on the Razor. Full, long battery life. Then check out the Weed Whacker. Bring that out of the shed. Use it on your shrubs. Cut down what you need down to bare minimum if you need to. It's got a nice anti-tugless technology just like the Lawnmower 3.0. It's also got a lithium battery. And best news of all, these things are waterproof. So that way you can do it in the shower and take care of business in the cleanest way possible. Hoopball20 is the promo code that's going to get you free shipping as well as 20% off. I recommend using it. I recommend getting the complete care kit with your free shipping and your 20% off. Spend a little extra, get a lot more. There's a good care kit there for us gentlemen, face scrub, shampoo, ball treatment, and the area that surrounds our balls. I believe there's even a pair of underwear in there for our balls. So yeah, that's going to conclude the talk about our balls. Now let's talk about bets. MyBookie.ag is where all the hoop ballers take care of their winnings and where we place all of our wagers that we post in our article in the wager pass, as well as our free plays and our Discord chats. Yes, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. Let them know that we sent you. Hell, specifically type in my name. I want them to know. But most importantly, you got to let them know what podcast that is. And it is Today in Sports Betting. You let them know that we sent you. And then we, as a family, get to grow. And then we get to set you up to reap more benefits. And that is what's important to us because we are here to help you win money. And that is why we recommend my bookie. Their slogan is bet, win, get paid. And it's quite simply that easy. Use Bitcoin to get going. That's a high recommendation of VM Center at Vince Miracle, our guy. It's a recommendation of me. It's so easy. Dan Bespris, the podfather, Aaron Bruski, the godfather. They get in there. They get going with Bitcoin. They get their money in and out. And it's easy peasy. Who balls the promo code? Use that. Let them know that we sent you. MyBookie.ag. Bet, win, get paid. Now, As a podcast, we have your balls and your bets covered. And without further ado, we have Today in Sports Betting. Lots of juice opportunity, speaking of bats, in that Atlanta game. Going to move on next to... And you know how it goes. It's involving the Red Sox. And it's involving, honestly, a team that I'm just starting to warm up a spot in my heart. The Rangers. I'm starting to love this Rangers ball club, Blake. (laughs) 
Yeah, you know, they started off so hot and then they got bad. Their their offense is respectable, though. Right. And they got a lot of fun pieces, and this is an exciting they team do. to probably keep an eye on because there's a lot of guys that are going to be getting shipped off. So it's important to keep an eye on that so that way, you know, for handicapping sake, you know, personnel is important. Look yeah, at how, right. you know, just the simple addition of Rogan and Odor has turned the Yankees offense on, you know, it's just, uh, you know, and if you're the casual capper or casual baseball fan, I mean, that's a name in transactional news. You'll easily lose, you know, it's Odor. Like he's been around for yeah. so may not think much of it. The, uh, game at hand, Boston, Texas, we got Eovaldi and, uh, Arihara on the mound, Kohei Arihara for, uh, the Rangers going both righties, both right around 500 well you have all these three and two in the year in which you know take what you want with the records and the eras as i put them out blake's usually got my back as far as peripherals and pointing out major obscurities but i like to give the general outline of the game when i'm handicapping this and setting it up for blake to talk about but boston minus 155 on the money line minus one and a half at even money on the run line and then also over eight and a half in um, a lot of spots is getting the even money treatment. Lots of shade to the under. I think, and we were just talking off air a little bit, JD Martinez, migraine-like symptoms will be out. Marwin Gonzalez out with arrest, the utility man for the Red Sox. Look for Alex Verdugo to have a big game. I'm calling my shot. I think Ooh, Verdugo I, gets a couple of knocks. I like that shot. I like Verdugo here. He hits 350 against righties. His OPS 894. So I think he's going to get a chance to hit up in the lineup. And uh, guys like Kevin Ploiecki and Hunter Renfro are going to have to do something because both of them are hitting uh, under the Mendoza line, which is never good. Yeah, uh, Rangers are lucky that J.D. Martinez is not playing tonight. He is, is that he's rolled out though for sure. Is that what I'm you're seeing out. Yeah. Okay, I thought he was. I thought he was questionable this morning, but yeah, J.D. Martinez, Rex right-handed pitching, and Arihara, he bit me in the ass last time, but he is not good. He's straight up not good. Yeah. Um, His ERA is four, but everything else about him says you know seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of deception on his pitches is what I noticed last time I watched him. I tried to back the Rangers in a first five, I think it was, last week, and he was the pitcher, and he imploded for like three third-inning runs or something allowed. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, so, yeah, that, that one sucked. Um, as far as the Texas Bats go, I mean, the lowest OPS they have on their team – is David Dahl out of 528, and he doesn't see the field as much as the rest of these guys, but Kiner Falefa and Trevino have been doing absolutely great things for this Rangers offense. Brock Holt is someone that today I think could have a successful hitting day. He gets a 70-point upgrade in his average against right-handed pitching. And then you got Joey Gallo heating up. He needs to get over the Mendoza line against righties. And then we also got Willie Calhoun who can sneak in there and, you know, hit for the Rangers. 
So if I'm looking at some value on this game, which I got to make a play on every Red Sox game, um, it's sounding, it's more like a task or a chore every time I say it now. I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. What kind of task? But, on what? Oh, the Ranger or the yeah, Red Sox? You're just making the play, you know? Yeah, you got to do something. So there's good shade. There's minus 115 on both team totals. Over four and a half for the Red Sox, over three and a half for the Rangers. I went with the Rangers over three and a half yesterday. So I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to roll with over four and a half for the Red Sox today, especially against Arihara, because it, this is a pitch up, uh, pitch up, a matching. Oh my uh-huh. gosh, I can't talk right now. A matching match up. Pitch, uh, <laughs> pitch up. Oh, I'm still doing it. I'm do, I'm swear it's not on purpose. You can't me. Take a breath. Pitching match Oh my God, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> What's that metallic taste? Pitching matchup, baby. Thank you. Oh my gosh. It was like a <laughs> movie or something. It just wouldn't work. Yeah, it was a okay. painful movie. That was, uh, that happened. <laughs> so, there you thank go. Thank you, Blake. You get, yeah, no worries, man. Us back on track here. No worries. Got a lawnmower going in the background. It's throwing me off. Talking about yeah. these red socks. Anyways, yes, over the team total of four and a half. I know JD Martinez is going to be out. But like I said, I think they're going to get some sneaky guys to help propel the offense today in a Nathan Eovaldi, Nate the Great start. So, yeah, I like the Red Sox in some way on this game. I'm not exactly sure what, but I do like the Red Sox. Yeah, they've slowed down a bit. Um, They've come into the stratosphere. Um, They're starting to just even out a little bit. Um. We got Brady Singer taking on Michael Pineda. Now, I, I'm sure you, because you're a great co-host, you probably already have him up and ready. But the peripherals for Michael Pineda, I this okay. I'm just gonna say Kansas City, the Royals, pl- plus 125 underdog is where I'm going. Brady Singer, you know, he's young. He's not very flashy, other than that fastball that zips, but. The thing is, the Royals specifically in their matchup against Pineda, they have some really, really good success. And they've also got the addition of Ryan O'Hearn recently into the lineup. He's a great right-handed hitter, uh, a hitter against right-handed pitching. Sal Perez, 369 against righties. And then OPS is above six and 700 all throughout this lineup. This revitalized Royals lineup, I very much so enjoy. And I like them to win this game. And I like, it's so hard to go on the road in professional sports, I know. But Michael Pineda is just not looking good. And he struggles against the Royals. I was looking at some historical numbers. Uh, You know, guys like Salvi have just raked against him. Yeah, I was so excited for Pineda when he because he came up as a Mariner. Oh, right. And he yep. was he was just electric, and then he got traded, I believe, to Yankees or whatever it was. He's got caught in a couple times for having stuff in his on his hat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. some sticky stuff. Some but I, I watched one of his games this year, and he was really good. He really impressed me. Yeah, the ex-fib, you know, on him is through the roof um very very 
through the roof. Um, good thing that they have a retractable dome in Minnesota. But um, the thing is, I just love the Royals as an underdog in this spot. You know, we've seen Minnesota just struggling and struggling and struggling. And yet the Royals are still plus 121, plus 125 as an underdog. Um, I am seeing lots of sharp money, lots of large bets being put in, um, you know, on Minnesota. But I like the Royals right here. I I just got to back what I see in the peripherals. I think the underdogs are going to have a bit of success here tonight because uh, we're getting later in the week. Obviously, I mean, it's Friday, but I think it's going to be a good opportunity for some teams that are trying to get established and get some momentum going, get some good wins going into the weekend. So I look for the Royals to be able to do that tonight. Now, Blake, uh, here, I'm trying to make sure I keep things kosher in order here. I'm rolling through the times and the starting times. Would be talking about Baltimore, Oakland next, if that interests you. I'll let Baltimore. you choose. Or wait, no, no, we got, I'm sorry, got a couple more seven o'clock games. Dodgers, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Chicago. What do you think? You want to talk about some Shane Bieber, some Biebs? Oh. Michael? I hate the American League Central. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's and been we've flipped on its back. The White Sox being on our do not bet list, you know, we just can't trust the White Sox, even though we were super high yeah, on. Yeah, that's what you think, but their offense is, you know, second best in the league on runs per game. So, like, I feel like we should be able to. Should be able to. The Cleveland Indians just... are so weird. They're the most, you know, 500 team in every metric, just right on the line, not offering a ton of value in any specific spot. Um. I just for so as great and as exciting as Shane Bieber is, I just never get excited to bet games that he's pitching in. Yeah, you almost feel like he shouldn't be as good as he is, but he is. Yeah, and it's hard to believe it every time. Yeah, you know all of his all his stack cast numbers and everything else back up what he's been doing. One thing I would maybe look at, and this is just because I had phenomenal success all of last year doing it and i think the indians actually finished the regular season uh perfect in first five bets where shane bieber was starting um on the run line and the money line um so i mean i might look at the indians to take care of business in the first five um it's minus 120 as a pick them but uh shane bieber's just really damn good <laughs> yeah you know still Small sample size, and you can still use that as an excuse. But, but first five runs per game, the White Sox are the best team, and the Indians are the worst team. Mm. Number one and number 30. Well, look at that. Conflicting and when, data. Yeah, and when we look at home, when we look at home and away, which is even smaller sample size, I guess. But there's White Sox are almost at four runs a game at home, and the Indians are 1.1 1. 1 run in mm. the first five on the road. Wow. That's so a pretty Shane, big difference. Bieber's going to have to do it all himself. <laughs> yeah, that is a huge difference. That is. I think that kind of just takes any play out of it for me. Like I said, these two teams are super hard to bet on, and they're pretty much on my do not bet list. So I don't know. Chicago, 
plus 140 first five money line number yeah. one i like that i'm bad might be a wager pass play hey you go for it buddy <laughs> <laughs> you have at it Cold, not really i don't know i don't know he's a ground ball pitcher he's just like a he lets all the batters hit the ball pretty much as hard as they can and smoke it to his infielders and hopefully they get them out for him. Like he's like the most selfish type of pitcher. Yeah. Like, I can agree with that. Like I was a first baseman and I, I always hated those guys that were on the mound that just did that. Like they I didn't even try. Them. They were just like well, yeah, contact pitcher. Would you rather them walk everybody? Hell no. Yeah, I know Keichel has eleven percent strikeout percentages here so far. Jeez. So he's not striking out everybody. He's throwing the ball hard though, so I wonder what his issue is. I'm not sure. It's uh Oh, he's not throwing never mind, I was looking at that totally wrong. Nope, he's not. He's throwing it softer. <laughs> yeah. Fastball velocity is second percentile in the league. Hmm. You know, as a parent, I still never figured the percentile stuff out. So if your, ba- <laughs> your baby is like his head is like in the 797th percentile that number doesn't exist yeah i I didn't think so (laughs) yeah he's throwing 88 miles an hour wow average fastball 90 no i bet max but yeah it's not like he's getting a lot of movement on his stuff either no that's why they're hitting it yeah yeah god and they're hitting it in the air more. I, I wonder what his fly ball percentage is compared to his career numbers. Because I notice he's been giving up a lot more home runs than normal too. I got that right here. Fly ball percentage is 17%. His career is 13. Mm. So yeah, 4, 4% more. See, I'm telling you. That's why when people say your eyes can't help you bet, like, see, I knew that just based off of like what I yeah, think. Yeah, you got it right. Year, you know? I'm you got it right. They're also pulling the ball a lot more. Yeah. 42% right. to 36 career. Keichel sucks. Yeah, he does. We should just use him as the picture for this show today just because. Just because we, we like him so much. He's got a nice beard, though. Yeah, that's one thing he's had working for him. I, for I can't do that. A good while. Um, I'm totally distracted now. Um, Dodgers, Milwaukee. You want to talk about this one in detail? Who's pitching for the Dodgers? MLB doesn't have May. it up yet. Dustin May. Yeah. I Ready, like him a lot. Freddy Peralta. I like Peralta too. Over under yeah. eight and a half. I could see the under hitting. Over oh yeah, absolutely. Dodgers have not been hitting like we thought they would. Yeah, my bookie doesn't have the game up, so there must be some change going on. Oh, get this. Ted Barrett. Lead umpire, his under record is 0-5. It's time for an under to hit. Really? 0-5? That's crazy. It is time. Yeah. I don't have, My bookie doesn't have the game up, so I wonder if there's a pitching change going on. Ooh. And you said MLB didn't have anything either. MLB doesn't have his picture. It has TBD. Huh. I'm looking at the Action Network. I wonder... I'm looking through some fan graphs right now. I want to see who they got. Yeah, my bookie kind of has the lineup. It doesn't have the the, the run line. It just has money line minus 130. Mm-hmm. And 
Fangraphs doesn't have anyone loaded in either. Huh. I wonder what's what's going on with uh, May. Hope he's okay. That might just go ahead and make this a no touch. I, I mean, it, if we can't even find who this <laughs> Sure as hell does for me. Like, you know, guys, I'm sorry if you still I mean, want to handicap that one. <laughs> I mean, if you want to think you're being sneaky, you could put money in the Dodgers thinking that they're going to put someone good in and the line's going to go down or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. That's I not think, me. That, I was going to say, that's a little too weird for me. Um, man, that under, though, I was looking at that uh, just because. Not a lot of contact by either pitcher, and uh, the offenses are lacking, especially the Brew Crew being without, you know, I say it every time, but Locaine and um, Mr. Uh, Yelich being out, you know, it's, it's pretty big things. So, uh, all right, cool. So we can move on from that one, yeah? I believe so, yes. Perfect. All right. Um, eight o'clock games. What we got here? What we got? We got eight forty. Hey, John Means, put some respect. John, put some respect on my name. Means against <laughs> Mike Sears. Uh, I think he's talking. He added you on that, didn't he? Yeah, like his yeah, ERA has just continued to just crumble downward. The more I talk about him on this show, and so. He's at a one and a half ERA right now. And, you know, like I know you do, Blake, you're helping your boy out over here. You got the peripherals up. He's sure freaking do. He's got good stuff. Like I can't say anything. Like, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. You can't say anything. Let's see. There's nothing to say. Got an 82.8 left on base percentage. That's best for. Like top five, top six of tonight's pitchers. Um, I mean, it's. I'm looking through it. His, it he, I was trying to find a hole for you. I guess he throws his curveball all over the place. Doesn't command that very well, but which one of the longest standing things to say about curveballs and baseballs? It's hard to throw your curveball for a strike. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, he literally throws it all over the place. So <laughs> I guess if you want to make fun of him for that, have at it. I mean, but his curveball's nasty, so I can't. Uh, yeah, no, I'll be watching this game tonight. This is a fun series. Um, I'm looking at the under because, well, a couple of re- – well, John Means. <laughs> but yeah. it's, the unders in Oakland games, you know, have been ridiculous as of late. Um, they're just playing a certain style of baseball right now. And one thing to look out for, though, is Jed Lowry, the lefty killer. Is he going to get a hold of means? I think he's almost hitting 500 against lefties this year. It's ridiculous. Uh, No, he's not hitting that high. But it's still about 100 points higher than his normal average. Um, We've seen the Baltimore lineup not produce. Their team totals are always set really low. Freddie Galvis is going to be back in the lineup. He's missed a couple. Um, he's still listed questionable. Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, both. That's huge for Oakland. They're listed questionable. Um, don't think it's really anything serious. Says Matt Olson with both of them. Chapman and Olson both with the I thing. I don't know what really? that means. Who farted on whose pillowcase? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Someone's got some pink eye. 
Yeah. And it's going around. Someone dusted someone. Yep. I bet it was funny. Hit him as he came out of the bathroom in the hotel room. <laughs> Whacked him with you the know, pillow. I am getting no read on this game. I kind of like um, the Baltimore money line. Yeah. I was looking at that also. The plus what? Plus 115? Yeah. I'm seeing plus 120 in some spots. All right. I mean, there's nothing really to back that up other than John Means is better than Mike Fires and Oakland does has forgotten how to hit the ball. Yeah. Um, they're trying to reestablish after that win streak ended, obviously. Um, Baltimore, like, you know, it, John Means, I, I like I said, put some respect on his name. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. A lot of sharp money on the Orioles. And um, I'm into it. Yeah, I, I like this game. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch, baseball speaking. Um, the Orioles have just some exciting players that I like to watch. You know, I really like Pedro Severino. He's a good catcher. I, I like uh, Trey Mancini. Mancini. Um, and then Cedric Mullins is exciting. So Ryan Mountcastle, uh, they got some guys. And then especially when John Means is on the mound, you know, it's more quality to watch. Uh, and I love watching Bob Mel- or. Bob Melvin, yeah, Bob Melvin managed baseball teams. So any chance I get to watch the A's, I usually take advantage to watch some of it. So. Yeah, he he kind of reminds me of my little league coach I had for a long time. He's just like a grandpa manager, like you know. <laughs> yeah, yes. That, that Lou Pinella. He's just out there to have fun. Yeah, yeah. If the MLB <laughs> would let him, he'd probably have a cold natty light cracked open like next <laughs> to him as he manages. So I love that idea. They probably – that's why they go to the clubhouse so much. Like it's called the clubhouse for a reason. Yeah, there's stuff in there. They they relieve Stuff themselves. in there we're not allowed to know about. Yeah, they party down there during games. Shotgun a truly before you go back out to the outfield for defense. Uh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds disgusting. Anywho. <laughs> yeah. I won't say that I have or haven't done it before, but – A truly? Yeah. This sounds like it burns. It does. But it, hey, try, trying to drink soda water or club soda for me, I think, you know, that burns. Like, I, I, you can't. I can't chug water. So, <laughs> yeah, I can't chug anything. Yeah. Like, you're still living I, in the moment. If I was ever like out, out. Socially and friends were like, all right, you got to chug your beer, I'm like, <laughs> and yeah. no, really <laughs> good. You get good. going, I'll meet up with you. Yeah. Good try, though. Yeah. That's me too. Like, meanwhile, I got got uh, guys I've known and bartended with that they'd put a stout, a pint of a stout beer down in like two gulps, and I'm Gross. just like, "Wow, okay. Gross. It's a talent. It's a it reminds talent. me of that uh, Seinfeld or Kramer smoking the cigarette and drinking the beer at the same time. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that scene. Yeah, yeah, I love Seinfeld. Curb your <laughs> way better though. I just got. Yeah, I haven't gotten that far yet. No way. I don't have HBO. Uh, That's on HBO, right? Yeah, I don't have yeah. HBO. I used to watch a lot of it in high school. It came on ABC Family right after uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? So <laughs> I watched plenty of that. Primetime television, baby. Primetime. So, anywho, we got baseball to talk about. We might use uh, use Larry David as the picture for today, then. <laughs> okay, instead of. <laughs> Keiko. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, Larry David's probably better at pitching too. He might be. He'd be uh, funnier at it. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, Baltimore, Oakland. Watch it if you want to watch John Means throw some smoke. Um, yeah. Fire's making his first start of the year, you know, so yeah. that's something to watch out for. Um, I've talked myself out of this game. Good, 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 good. You know, I wouldn't <laughs> bet on it particularly. Colorado. Is this a... Oh, go ahead. Fires hasn't even pitched yet this year, has he? Uh uh-uh. uh. All these things I'm looking at were last year. I was tricked. Yeah, no, his this is his debut. This is debut. I can't believe I didn't realize that. All right, yeah, stay away from me. Yep. Fires 2021. Um mm-hmm. Colorado, Arizona, John Gray, Mad Bum. Mad Bum just threw a no no hitter. Yeah, and his ERA is still in the sixes. That's that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> then there's the fade the guy coming off a no hitter theory in play here for me, but it's Colorado's offense and they're on the road, and we've dogged them a lot. Mm-hmm. Is there an angle here? Is there a spot to um, back Colorado? My only thought back Colorado no <laughs> well yeah actually yeah I, I was just thinking I want to see it before I say something stupid because you know I don't like to do that um Trevor Story he actually hits very well in um Arizona what the hell's the name of their park I want to say Minute Maid it it's is not that. uh Chase Field Chase that's right Chase Field Minute Maid is yeah, Trevor, Houston right that's Houston yeah I knew that Trevor Story's numbers and or in uh yeah I'm pulling at you right now. What's <laughs> <Chase laughs> the health name of it? Chase. Chase. Field. Yeah, Story's numbers in Chase are just barely under what they are in Coors because Chase Field plays a lot like it. So I'm wondering about a Trevor Story prop bet. Strokes a plenty on today in sports betting. <laughs> um. Yeah. Do you like Calhoun. how I preface that by saying I don't want to say anything stupid? Yeah. Can't say anything stupid if you're having a stroke. Proceeded to poop down my underwear. Yeah. Cole Calhoun out indefinitely for Arizona. He's a decent bopper for them. Carson Kelly's just destroying baseballs right now. David Peralta. So here, I think that we can maybe start to fade Arizona here because with how they score their runs and produce offense, it's with a lot of power. And it's with a lot of extra base hits and slugging and that stuff ebbs and flows as much as anything in baseball. And I think we might start to see a downtick with them here. So I'm half tempted to look at trying to fade Arizona here, but like I said, Colorado's bats aren't making it easy for me to, I mean, they're one and nine on the road straight up two and eight ATS and I mean, just there's no value either way in the over-under for me because you got a guy coming off a no-hitter. You got Colorado's best pitcher, quote-unquote. You know, it's just like a weird stacking of data here for me. Yeah, it's a lot of things that kind of push against each other. And I don't think... Bad offense versus a bad pitcher. To make a play on this one. Yeah, decent offense, decent pitcher. I think the Bruce is going to be closed in Arizona. I think they're 
I think it's it's in the nineties, and I think they close it once it starts pushing nineties. Yeah. I so weather's not a factor. Under five and a half or under six, whatever you could find on a team total for Arizona. That might be something interesting to look at. While we're here. Yeah, I would take that under on that too. I'm curious. I want to look at here. I'm gonna just go off the cuff here a little. I've got you you said Trevor's story, so I'm looking and I want to see how he does you know, against who he's going to be facing today in Mad Bum. See if he's got history on Mad Bum. Because total, uh, I've been getting into these total bases and runs, hits, RBIs bets lately. I haven't been posting them or talking about them a lot in Discord because it's something new that I've just kind of started to try to collect some data on. And I noticed it because I've been doing a bit more DFS lately too. So I'm trying to find those really nitty gritty, like who's going to get me two hits in the, you know, walk or something, you know, that kind of thing. So when I'm looking at Mr. Story here, so I think there's a couple spots in this Rockies lineup that has an amount of value that could be, Decent enough to try to go after. Um, yeah. You found the Trevor Story numbers? Ooh, yeah. And I don't really like him. Well, his batting average is terrible. He's got 41 at-bats, which is the most against Bumgarner out of the Rockies lineup. He's got Blackman five. has 45. You found 45? Uh, Blackman has 45, Black. so just a couple more. Oh, I've, I'm seeing 36 on what I'm looking at, so I must be. Ooh. It's good though. It's hmm. good that we um, different sources, uh, but five home runs and ten RBIs for Trevor. Yeah, that's crazy. So he just whacks bombs off of Bumgarner. Five home runs and fifteen strikeouts. Forty-one at bats. Yeah, ten. Really- so half of his half of his abs have ended in a strikeout or an RBI or a home run. I mean, that's the team total right there. If he hits a two to four run bomb you know yeah blackman has some pretty good dang good numbers off him too he does too hmm all right so yeah those two guys alone i don't know there's something here i love fading guys coming off of no hitters and official or unofficial yeah i agree no hitter i agree although it wasn't as taxing as a normal no hitter so true Good Can point. you fade it as much? Good point. And Bumgarner's not 25, you know. He's he's been around. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I still think there's a bit of value in a Trevor Story or Charlie Blackman thing. Maybe we could find some really good value on Charlie Blackman's side because he's been just absolute dog shit to start this season. He has been, but the, um, the he's actually not that good. It's really saddening because Charlie Blackman's been one of the best hitters in the MLB for shoot uh, seven years now. I mean, yeah, I remember I had him in a, fa- a keeper league in his first year and I was like, there's no way he's going to do it again. So I didn't keep him. Yeah. Kept some other garbage player and it kicked my still kicking myself, but Blackman's actually been heating up recently. He's been yeah. 
last three games, he's got what uh, five hits mm-hmm. and fifteen at bats. So five fifteen in his last three games. But there's the odds on his player prop isn't very good. Two hits for plus three fifty. I don't know if that's enough. Um, I'm gonna look at total. I'm actually take that actually. Total bases for Trevor Story over one and a half at minus one eighteen. Really? I'm locking it in right now. I'm gonna. I'm just throwing. That's a ten spot for me. Like, sure, I'm gonna throw ten bucks on that. Yeah. I like that because I mean that's one double. You know, a walk, a stolen base. That's a walk and a stolen base. Right there. It almost seems like a lock. I think I like that a lot. I think I like it too. Charlie I even like Blackman, the Blackman one. Minus 141 over one. So you got a chance at a push. I think Charlie mm-hmm. Blackman at least gets one bag tonight. I would like to think so. Yeah, he's got trade numbers against Bumgarner. And he's heating up and Bumgarner is... Outside of his no hitter has been a giant dog turd. All right, so I'm rolling that one out too. Love it. Yep. Got 20 out there on those two bets. I like it. Yeah, me too. Heck yeah, but as for regular old bets, there's nothing that I really no. like. That's why we had to dig that deep. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, I like that. Um Perfect. Perfect. I guess I do like the under eight and a half, actually. Minus 105. Yeah. She liked that quite a bit. I did not expect for us to spend that much time on this Colorado-Arizona game. On a stupid Colorado-Arizona game that no one else is going to (laughs) watch. We will be watching. All right, we got two more. Let's wrap it up since we're getting close to 245 Central Time. So that way we can get it in, get it out. As lineups are coming out, we got this information and that information. Last couple of games we're going to talk about, we got San Francisco, San Diego. Um, I think this is going to be a good series. We got Logan Webb, U Darvish tonight. U Darvish has been pitching really, really well. Um. He's. It seems like he's had to make a ton of starts against the Dodgers. Seems like he's pitched against some of the most just upper echelon teams. And the Giants coming in, super heavy underdogs, plus 170, plus one and a half on the run line at minus 125. So no value there for me on that. Over under seven and a half. I would look at the under. I'm just not sure how much I trust Logan Webb. I think he could give up a couple dingers especially to Tatis. I don't really know how I feel about this one here, Blake. Did you have a differing opinion or anything? Um, Not really. The Padres offense has owned Logan Webb for how little they've seen him. 23 plate appearances, 475 Woba. Small sample size, but that's a pretty big number. Yeah, yeah. And if it's that small to start, you know, stuff usually ebbs and flows. So that sample size Mm -hmm. that's small, I think, would only downtick once we reach the after point of like a medium size sample size. So I think there's still good data for this Padres batting team to happen against this pitcher. Yeah. Weather's not given really 
anything either way. Team totals all over the place. Four and a half for the Padres. I was hoping maybe there's like a four. Uh, yeah, I think four and a half is a little high. Difference. And then it's three for the Giants. So not sure if I feel any which way. I actually haven't had a ton of luck betting on San Diego Padre games this year. So it's not something that I need to really rush into. Um, maybe look for Logan Webb to break out of his poor cycle against the Padres and look to see if Tatis can continue his hot hitting. Um, if you want some baseball tidbits. Well, yeah, look, look. Look, Webb's been all over the place in terms of innings or earned runs or strikeouts. It's all over the place. Darvish has been consistent as hell. Yeah. And he's faced some tough lineups. Like real tough yeah, so, lineups. What'd you say the Giants team total was? Three. Oof. That's so little. Yeah. And it's like a mosquito light, you know, it's like, oh, it's so little. Yeah, that's like just take that's it. That's a walk and a bad call. Yeah. A wild pitch, you know. And yeah, that's one lucky inning away from hitting. I like the under on that if I had to, but it's not enough. I could see a two hit ball getting pitched tonight by Darvish. Uh huh. Me too. So, well, we got. Mr. Heaney on the bump, the lefty against your Seattle Mariners. Chris Flex and the KBO prospect. Well, not can't say prospect because the KBO uh, transfer. Transfer. There we go. So Chris Flex and actually, no more strokes in this. Yeah, he's got less than a three on the ERA. I know his peripherals are not that great and he walks a lot of guys um but do you have any opinions to start us off with on this game featuring your team because i got a couple they're an underdog tonight but i like them the mariners you like yeah. the mariners yeah heaney though i yeah heaney's been good yeah his stuff is so strikeout it hinges on strikeouts that's the thing for me and what i noticed with the Mariners, they've been avoiding strikeouts lately, um, and they've been getting deep into hitting counts and really have been a bit more disciplined at the plate. So I think that they could disable some of that strikeout ability of Andrew Heaney. Um, mm-hmm. I want to see. Yeah, Mitch Hanniger's always good to hit against lefties. If he's in tonight, uh, he's questionable currently. And then Eli White is going to be out. But Ty France, Marmaleos, uh, he had a pretty decent week last week. J.P. Crawford hitting 300 against lefties. So, I don't know. It's just a spot that I think I like for the Mariners. Might take a look at the team total also. Yeah, I really want to like this Angels team. They're just mostly offensively because they can put it together. Just outside of Trout. Their pulse has had his moments too, but Trout's the main guy. Uh, not Arenado. Rendon has been really good too. Rendon needs. Uh, well, he's been heating up as of late. He's been having some issues offensively, but he uh, actually has been performing pretty well lately. 
Yeah, and I love David Fletcher too. He's just an on-base machine. And Jared Walsh. I'm in the Jared Walsh. Yeah, it's like their offense should be good. They're just they've been fairly inconsistent. Yeah, to say the least. Um so I, I'm looking at the Angels over four on a team total. And then I'm looking at uh Seattle plus one twenty eight is what I locked in last night. Wanna look and see where lineups finalize, obviously. If y'all mm-hmm. want to follow this bet. But um yeah, I like I like you know, Seattle's playing decent right now. You know, they gutted out that one oh win against Houston recently, yesterday. Yeah, the yesterday, yeah. That was yesterday. So I'd say take a look there if you want something on that game. I mean, it's never a bad idea to take it over an Angels game because their offense is terrible, but Seattle's been playing some damn good defense and has had some decent pitching uh, lately, and, you know, they're just playing some smash-mouth ball right now, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing on this game I really like that much. Which we got tail two different pitchers. Yeah. And offenses that have been quite a recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe I'd take the under on the team total, but I still don't love that. Yeah. Unders are hard to mess with. They are. And it's like you always want to root for exciting stuff, like hits and stuff to happen, but mm-hmm. um just Angels offense hasn't been as good on the road. Yeah, yeah, they do struggle really bad on the road. Mariners have been either or, doesn't matter. Well, Pirates, I was just looking at, I still got the lines up in front of me as we're recording. And the Pirates uh, odds just went down and they went to minus 120 as a favorite. So I think people are looking to back Brubaker against uh, Gant. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Lots of wow, it's gone up to fifty nine percent of the money. Wow. Hmm. Who would have thought the Pittsburgh Pirates? Almost look May. At, look at and them. They're getting all the money. <laughs> look at them go. All right, Blake. That's all the games. I gotta get my picks submitted on Tally site. I've gotta get some personal wagers in. I've got a couple other things to knock out. Some some uh, baseball-related things, too. Um, favorite play of the day from you? Go. Ooh, I guess the one I already put in the wager pass. Fair. Which I think <laughs> I think we talked earlier, and I kind of went against it. Took the under eight in the Marlins uh, Nationals game. Right, 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 right. Yep, fair, yep, yep. Fair, fair. Okay. I think my favorite play of the day... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I actually got a lot that I like. I really like that Trevor story one that we uncovered. Oh yeah. Those prop bets. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. both of those a lot. But if we're going to be talking uh, other stuff, risky stuff. So I think my favorite dog of the day going to be my Chicago Cubbies. That's number 16. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad to keep a track of this. I, I'm just throwing a random number out there every time, but I think I'm generally in that area. You're generally, I like, <laughs> I like how much you're keeping track when nobody else cares. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it makes it's me a happy. Personal thing. Hey. Yeah, I got that. I think the Orioles been my favorite dog. Yeah, plus one fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I was trying to decide if the Royals or the Cubs were going to be my favorite dog, but oh, something else I did today. I put together, I think, 
28 different two team round robin plays parlays so i'm gonna put get, together yeah i'm gonna get down and jiggy on that and hopefully i cash like more than half of those things because that would be phenomenal that would be uh, i've got a lot of good stuff in there i think and that gives me some chances some diversification on the portfolio yep oh there you go that's a big word to use there you go yeah like what nine letters diverse <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't count it yeah. i think it's over 10 <laughs> hear me clapping my syllables <laughs> so okay y'all i think it's good timing to go ahead and wrap a bow on this one because well we've extended our stay i think on this episode um we appreciate all of y'all coming in listening in and having a good time with us i know we had a little more fun banter than normal but it's friday and we record the show and we get to do what we want so tell us about it and the reviews and the stuff and the stars um you know if you want us to clean it up have at it clean us up you know just constructive criticism say exactly what you want but be completely brutally honest that's how we get better so I will leave you with a parting song because I don't think I talked about music ton today, but I am listening to One Big Holiday by My Morning Jacket. Really good indie 90s band. Check them out if you like guitar loops and all that fun jazz. So, Blake, I think we got some good baseball to watch tonight. Yeah, we do. I just wish it didn't. I wish we didn't have to wait till tonight. Yeah, I know. It sucks. But hey, with the weather and our schedules, Maybe it's all for the best and we'll be able to chill out and relax and uh, enjoy our Friday night baseball. Um, He's at Blake LaWatch, L-A-W-A-T-C-H. I'm at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. You can find the show at Hoopball Gaming. Make sure to go to hoop-ball.com. Like I've talked about multiple times throughout this show and in the recorded promos, don't forget the promo codes. Absolutely do not do that. Do not forget You should probably go ahead and go follow all of us right now while it's fresh on your mind. And as always, I'm sending you my good vibes and all of my good energies. And we have an opportunity to make some money today. So let's do it. And let's be safe. Let's be positive and be kind to those around you. You never know who might uh, need some extra kindness in their day. So have at it and let's win some wagers. Blake, we'll see you on the next one, bud. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I'll be here. All right. Today in sports betting is out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.